Welcome to Red Light Conversations. I'm your host, Randy McEwen. On today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about the American dream. Actually, it's a dream for everybody, not just America. It's a dream of owning a piece of the pie. Achieving financial freedom. Being able to do what you want, when you want, and have the time to do it. And how are you going to get there? I don't know about you, but for me, I was brought up uh, with the idea that you complete school, go to college or university, get a great education, get a great job, whether it be a doctor, lawyer, whatever. Those were the things that we were taught back in my day. I was born in 1963, so you imagine my era. So you, you get a good education, you get a job, and you work there for the rest of your life until you retire. You make good money. You'll be able to do all the things you've ever dreamed of. But what were their dreams? Were their dreams to own a house, own a car, have enough food on the table, heat their home, have water come in the house? What were they talking about? Being able to buy anything at any time because money was no object. Would it be to take a vacation whenever because you had all the time in the world. I don't know about you, but for me, I've told most companies I've worked at is you get two weeks vacation. That's it, two weeks vacation. I'm fortunate enough, I've left those companies, got into another organization where the amount of years you work depends on the amount of vacation you get. So I'm fortunate enough to have this year seven weeks of vacation. However, COVID-19 has put a big dent in that, so I'm not traveling anywhere. At least not for the time being. But again, I fell into that trap looking back, say maybe 20, 25 years ago, when I thought to myself, what I was making was not enough. Like, how much is enough? I was making enough to pay my rent, pay my car lease, the food on the table, clothes on my pack. But I really didn't have all the things I really wanted. At least I didn't think I did. And I've always thought about working for myself. So along the way, I tried to start up a modeling agency. The modeling modeling agency would uh, would have models of all ethnic backgrounds, all ages, sizes, and shapes. Because I wanted to reflect the society, how people look in society. Because 
I know it's, I don't know about you, but when I look at brochures, I see TV commercials, or those people aren't representative of me or people that I know. So when I was looking at this modeling agency, the idea was to have models that reflected society. Now I had two potential partners that were going to work with me and at the last minute they pulled out, went their own separate ways. I decided to go ahead with the business. It was not successful. I then decided, well, maybe I saw an idea in the States and it was a valet service. Why not have female valets? Everywhere I went to, it was all men dressed in these nice pants, nice shirts, and vests at these expensive hotels or convention centers or wherever there's valet parking. So why could we not have women? So I investigated running a company called Women Valet Services. That didn't get off the ground. I was introduced to multi-level marketing companies. The very first one, I believe, was ACN, All Canadian, no, pardon me, All Communication Network, communication company that said they were on the the breaking of new technology and that their the cost of their services were less than the businesses like such as Canada Year, uh, Bell or Rogers could give to their clients. I thought it was a great opportunity, so I signed up and I found out the rates were actually more than what Bell and Rogers Communications were offering to their customers. Then I was introduced to Quickstar, which was the old Amway. Quickstar, their intention was to have people shop everyday products and have them delivered to their house. So it would be groceries, cleaning supplies, clothing, stuff like that would be ordered and delivered to their house, which I thought was a splendid idea. It would save a lot of time. However, the company really wasn't about the product. It was more again about recruiting. Recruit, recruit, recruit. So a big investment with little return. Big promises with little realization. I didn't know that at the time. I was still sort of green behind the ears. Wet behind the ears, as some people say very green to the idea of MLM and how it worked. So, on and go. Next company I'm introduced was basically because I had been going through a bit of a health issue and so have been my wife. Um, and nothing seemed to be working. Doctors really didn't know how to fix it. So a friend of ours said, hey, I got this product I want to talk to you about. Basically what it does is... Um, it gets your cells rejuvenated again. So it's uh, whenever you have an injury, the cells, they don't die. They basically just stop working. So this product they were selling would refire, refire those cells, get them working again, and get rid of joint pain or whatever 
ailment was there. That was what they were sort of leading. They didn't really promise that, but that was what they were suggesting. I thought this was great. A great way to take care of my health and at the same time help other people. But again, it was not about selling the product. It was about recruiting. The more people you recruit, the more money you'd make, the higher up the company you go. I was I was starting to wake up, I guess, because I seen one gentleman who lived maybe 70 miles from me. He was said to have, or he was the best recruiter in the country. But he was still working his full-time job. So who was making the money? Who really was making the money? I believe, honestly, they can bring in these people that can sell you dust in the desert or ice in the Arctic. And they could sell it to you and you would believe in them. So these people, they're the ones at the top. They get paid the six-digit salaries. And they make every percentage of everything that you do, whether you sell a product or you're recruiting and the recruiting membership fees, they get a percentage of that. And would you get a small percentage? I wasn't making money. I was losing money year after year and year after year. I was losing money until finally one day I woke up and I said, you're not going to get rich doing this. You're not rich. You're not going to get rich. What you need to do is find a hobby or find another job. So I decided to find another job. I love to travel. So I thought the best thing to do is somehow get into travel. Best way to do that is become a travel advisor. Now I've been doing that for seven years and yes, I've invested money, but I've actually made money. I had made money year after year. Everything was fine until COVID-19 came. I just made a change from one company to another. So in early January 2020, I started with a new company. So the first month or so, I was learning their systems, learning uh, what I need to know to be able to sell their, not their products, but the products were available to them. So I think in all, I was probably ready to go the end of February. March came, travel stopped. So, so I'm looking at myself, here I am. Something I had no control about has stopped me. But really has it. Yes, I spend a little bit of money every month for uh, to maintain my website and access to the back office. But how much, I really wasn't spending a lot of money. And it's there. How can I, but how can I move forward? So I decided to create a travel podcast. Now it's funny here, I'm on this podcast talking about different things and now I'm currently talking about another podcast 
But I figured I'd do a podcast to get people start dreaming again about travel. So that's where I am right now. I'm working on those podcasts and I'm producing this podcast. And I'm also going to write an ebook about how to create your own anchor podcast for free. So that's what I'm doing. That's what's keeping me busy. And that's me for today. And it's probably the longest, longest episode I've done on Anchor. But I just thought you would like to know a little bit about me and what I've been doing. A little bit of my history. And I'm trying to warn people to stay away from multi-level marketing. Please. It's not what they promise. Too many sorrow. Too many regrets. If you like this show, please subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you very much, and have a great day.